moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. This is Asa Nilsson, and I am your host. Today, I have with me Maria Serafina from Denmark, Southern Denmark. Is that correct? Yes. Another Scandinavian soul sister in the house. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, my first Dane was um, Novali Wilder, and which is your girl, right? This yes. is your yes. friend. And she was actually the one that recommended that maybe you want to speak with Maria. And I was like, wait a minute, I know her. Because I have been following you for, well, since 2017, I believe, on, <laughs> on social media. Yeah. So please take a minute and introduce yourself and tell us who you are in this world, please. Thank you. Hi, Rosa. And hi, everyone. Hello. Uh, yes, it was no really uh, my dear, dear friend. Uh, and yes, I am uh, born and raised in Denmark. Well, born and raised in Copenhagen. I now live somewhere outside of the city because I like to get my feet in wet soil and be under an open sky and all that. Me so, too. So that's where I'm at. I'm at. Um, so my name, like you said, my name is Maria Serafina. I am a spiritual business coach, uh, energy alignment method mentor, catalyst and a facilitator, and um, spiritual being having a human experience. Uh, <laughs> what I do is I help... Um, uh, business owners and companies bring ideas to life and um, and dreams into reality. I've been doing that since somewhere around 2012. Um, I am out and proud when it comes to my spirituality. Uh, I don't hide anything in that sense. I am also very strategic, very practical, very uh, mundane, and very down to earth in my as much as I am. Um, open and spiritual and seeing and all that. So I, uh, I work with clients all over the world, uh, really, mm. except I haven't, uh, there's no one from Antarctica or uh, <laughs> South America that, so if people are from that places, please hit me up because those yeah. are the continents I haven't touched. Yet. Okay. So, the day is young girl. You don't know what's coming for you today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I think that's it. Like that's that's my very it. short introduction. People can find me on my website if they want to know more. Um, yeah, and you know, through this conversation, they'll learn more as well. Well, you know, I think it's interesting. I think that's um, the reason that I was also like 
I'm attracted to people that are spiritual leaders and thinkers and intuitive and all that and practical, right? Because yes. if you're if you're too out here for me, I'm like, oh, okay, I can't connect. I can't connect because I I got I gotta have some grounding in yes. there. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that we're gonna talk about your history and how how you are out loud and proud now. Yes. <laughs> now yes. with your spirituality and kind of where that started from. But I wanted to show you this is how I first was introduced to Maria. Yeah. Because the, this book, um, I have heard it. I've heard the name throughout my my life, never mm -hmm. was called to it. And then all of a sudden, I have no idea where it came from. But I'm like, oh, I got to buy this book. I have to buy A Course in Miracles. Yeah. And then miraculously, of course, because I do believe in miracles, um, I I don't know if I researched online or whatever I was looking for, and I found you. And you were talking like a daily message from a course in miracles and i would sit and i would listen like oh my gosh so i did this twice two years in a row and i mean it it changed the trajectory of who i am who i am as a human being human doing human whatever uh yeah. living and um i want to thank you for that being the introduction okay. to you and also to the work um, so can you talk a little bit about how you found A Course in Miracles for somebody who knows nothing about what this yes. is? Yes. So um, I like to say that A Course in Miracles finds us at the time where we need them the most or need, need it the most. And um, it's usually usually people or we have had it in our periphery for a while. <laughs> a lot of people have it on their shelves for years and yeah. don't like. And then one day there's something that just clicks. For me, my introduction to uh, Course of Miracles happened through uh, Marianne Williamson. Yeah. Um, and I think I've sort of researched, I think she must have mentioned it on an Oprah show back, back when, when Oprah did her, her shows. Um, and the way that I was introduced to it was through her, um, her book, Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love. Mm -hmm. Now, in the beginning, like so many others, I really tried. To get a grasp of this text, <laughs> yeah, and fail hard. Like I would, <laughs> I would start so many times, and I would, you know, I would just, I would just not get it. I would, I, I, I'd fall asleep, and you know, the hit book hit my face, and <laughs> I, I wouldn't understand anyway. I, there's a whole bunch. I have a, there's a like an article on my website where you can, you like a free article where I, sh I go through all of the things that you think you need to know, you do to do a course of miracles, and how it's all. Mm -hmm essentially BS and it's internal, yeah. it's part of the journey. Yeah. And so through that, um, um, I had a, a, my first, I think, real dark night of the soul. Mm. And Mar Marianne Williamson's book, A Return to Love, is what sort of saved me and then prepared me for the love that is in A Course in Miracles. Mm. And um, it was somewhere around 2012 when I first truly started reading it. And then I read it for or studied it for a year, then I studied it for another year, and then I studied it for another two years. And I had some experiences. So back in 2012, this was, you know, pre I had already abandoned my corporate career, but it, back in 2012, I was placed, quote unquote, by coincidence, quote unquote, if you believe in those, um, in Calif in Southern California. I found myself in Southern California. I was going to be there for three months. And 
every Monday as I start as I arrived, I would drive up to um, L.A. to see Marianne Williams, and she had these Monday night talks where she would talk <clears> about, you know, of course, miracles. And I would, you know, do this two and a half hours, three hour drive up every Monday. And then on the way back, I would buy the CDs. They would print the CDs from what she talked. And then I would listen to this was the CD time, right? Yeah. So I would listen to that going back in the car. And then one night, it was a Wednesday night, um, I think about two to three weeks in, um, I was closing down my computer at night and I noticed I was on Facebook and I noticed something that said, uh, notes from a workshop to Mac, a course of miracles workshop to Macula. And I was like, Macula, like that's, that's, that's where I'm at. What is this? Hmm. And long story short, I followed these leads and I came to a hmm. group that I don't remember ever joining on Facebook. Um, and it turned out that, um, foundation for inner peace, which was the organization that was created to support the expansion of the teachings of a course, a course of miracles was literally like 15 minutes away from my house. Huh? What are the chances of that? Right. And I, I, I still get goosebumps. All yeah. Over. I just got goosebumps too. <laughs> so long story short, I ended up spending three months, like every Monday I would be in, uh, in LA with Marianne and every Thursday I would be with these mm. people. And then there were these workshops as well. I was fortunate enough to, um, attend a workshop with a, a guy named Kenneth Wapnick who worked with Helen Schuckman to create these things. So, so it was like the, I was submerged in A Course in Miracles. Yeah. And, and that was the first year I truly succeeded, succeeded in completing the study and that continued for almost another four years. And like you said, it's, um, I don't know if it changed the trajectory of my life, but it helped me shape, it helped me move from fear to love in, in my essence, in my frequency, in my, it, it helped me solidify my choice that love is the way mm -hmm. for me, like in mm -hmm. whatever way, shape or form, love is the way for me and that is whether it is easy and especially when it's really really hard and difficult mm -hmm. and it is the principle upon which i base my life my work my business um and it has caused everything to fall apart as they have to it has caused yeah. me to have to tear up roots that caused me to you know business wise to to have a look at my marketing and the way that I produce, like, are this, is this based in love? It has caused me to mm -hmm. um, make decisions like to not quote unquote expand because it meant that I would have to pay people not an appropriate wage. It it has, has, has made me um, ensure that if I, if I um, have an agreement with a, a company or a freelancer or anyone that whatever work they do, like if they have people that are they hire in those people are paid properly as well mm -hmm. I, it has it has caused me to ensure that through every step that I do in my life and in my business um love is the way um and um and in in that it has brought with it a deep level of satisfaction and nourishment that is so far beyond anything that this world can give me in material things mm -hmm. or not that I, I love material things, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a freaking, even now I can feel it like it's a frequency and as a vibration that is, that is satisfying beyond anything that mm. you can, or I could ever have imagined when I was crying on my bathroom floor back in 2010, nine, eight. <laughs> feeling completely 
alone and not knowing having I mean I had everything that you're supposed to have right Right. I had a career I had the money I had the company car I was traveling I had great colleagues I I mean I was I was on the I was on the the C-suite I was on the trap right 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 but every night when I came home I would I would just be on my bathroom floor crying my eyes out not realizing why because I was so I realized that now I was spiritually undernourished I had I love that term love I had no connection to God I had no connection to self spirituality I had no connection and it wasn't until it was one one day I was I was laying on that floor and all of a sudden I realized that while I as a physical human being was on the floor crying my eyes out there was a part of me that was the observer who was Mm. outside of myself who was at peace at complete peace just observing what was going on and I knew in that moment that I wanted that piece that was that seemed outside of myself to be integrated to be embodied yeah and so that's when I started um that's when I started listening to a course not a course of miracles but Marianne Williamson's book uh, return to love I would Mm -hmm. listen to that every night as I was going to bed I would put this was the day of the iPod right this Mm -hmm. was yeah or after (laughs) I would listen to that. I would go to bed. I would put it on and I would play. And so it would just play out while I was sleeping. Because mm-hmm. I, so I you had I, a subliminally going into your head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's. And today, of course, miracles is just such an ingrained part of me. It's it's. Um, yeah, there's so many layers to it. And and I I there's so many quotes that you just like I know I have like like I you saw for people listening I'm showing the book you can see all of my 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 notes that I have um, so it became truly a yeah it's a way of living love is a way of living right love is the way for me it's uh, and that's a beautiful way to live a life yeah. uh, and that's I mean that's an honorable way for the the self to be connected to to self and all things yeah. and i mean for for you now to i mean the the point of more moss to the people of movement is for having nice discussions or having discussions with people that have opted to choose themselves to choose their yeah. lives their way yeah. um over possibly the the easier path of staying yeah. with the c-suite doing the traveling and doing all the things having the money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's that's nice. It is. I'm not saying that it's not nice to have money, but at what expense? To what expense? So you said in 2008 and then 2016, you had some dark, dark nights of the soul for you and your life. Um, yes. Is there, I mean, for, for anyone listening that potentially is feeling the same way that, you know what, I don't, I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know I know I don't feel good. I know I don't feel connected to myself or to the ground or to the earth or to God or spirit or whatever. Do you have any, like any thoughts that you can offer from your journey that might help somebody else? Yeah. So, um, so I've actually, I I actually have, I've um, just created a new freebie called um, five ways to experience love instantly. Mm. Um, and and in that I go through and I'm happy to share them. In that I go through how we can because the thing the thing about love is that it cannot force itself upon you. Mm-hmm. 
because if it could, it would not be love. Love no, is not a love. choice. Mm -hmm. Love is loving, choosing, like love is a choice. You, when you choose love as your way, you have to choose, you have to choose it. Otherwise, again, like I said, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be love. And, and so I have this concept. I've never found a, I've never found a fancy term for it, but it's, it's love with love. It's like you make the choice for love. And then what happens? So for me personally, you know, I found a return to love. Then I found, of course, miracles. I thought, okay, I have chosen love. Now the uh, heavens will open. Angels will descend. Rose petals will be strewn. My obstacles will be clear because I have chosen love. Right. Sure. <laughs> and so what happens instead is that everything that is out of resonance with love will be presented to you so that you have an opportunity to clean up your tests. <laughs> the That's tests are a cone. Uh -huh. Or it might be that I'm just not spiritually evolved enough to the point where it just magically transforms. That that mm. might be it as well. I'm not I don't know about that. But so um, so the the simplest way, the the one thing that I always always tell people, if you want to add more to love to your life, is uh, take out your phone, uh, set a gentle alarm to go off five times a day. You can do it like randomly. Pick a gentle alarm so it doesn't go. Yeah. Like mm. yeah. And, and have it be on low so that, because that way it's not disturbing if you're, you know, at work or at the supermarket or whatever, what happens. And so when it happens, you just, you hear the tone and all you do is you say, I choose love. Mm -hmm. And then you just um, go on about your day. Hmm. And that I way, I choose love. That way you confirm and you reaffirm your choice commitment to love on a daily basis. I mean, I personally, I, it's something that I would do every hour, but you can, yeah. like I say, five times a day or eight, you yeah. can do however many day, times a day you want, but that's, that's a really quote unquote simple way to, um, to welcome in love in your life. Mm -hmm. And then what happened, and then notice what happens. Be curious mm -hmm. about where, like how, see the love that is already present in your life. You know, another great thing is to, to see the things that you are grateful for, find mm -hmm. the ways that you, and like, oh my God, there are times when it's like, I get it. There are times when it's really difficult, especially in the beginning to find what you're grateful for. <laughs> but the more, and, and I'm not talking about spiritually bypassing. So it's not about, you know, I, I like to say, deny, not ignore. And this is actually something that comes from, it's inspired by A Course in Miracles, because it's not about ignoring what's coming up for you. We have feelings, we have emotions, we are, we get angry, we get upset, we get vengeful, we get jealous, we get hateful. Like we have all these emotions and that is perfectly normal, fine. It's not about ignoring them. Mm -hmm. It's about choosing whether or not you want to act or whether or not you want to do something with them. Right, choice. Uh, does it lift you up or does it tear you down is what I like to, to ask. Mm -hmm. um, and so- and that's where the mastery through love comes in. That's my, the, the, the fancy, non-fancy concept that I was talking about is that mm -hmm. when you, you, when you make the first step for a choice for love, what happens then is that all of the things that are out of resonance with love, especially on the inside, all mm -hmm. of the ways that you think that you failed or is not good enough or is bad or don't deserve or are a sinner, all of these things will come up for you. And that's when you have to then make the second choice for love. I will love myself, even though that I have failed, even though that I spoke badly about that person, even though that I was jealous today, even though that I felt anger today, even though, 
I will love myself because the most revolutionary act that you can do is choosing love even when you don't want to, especially mm. when it's about yourself. Especially when you don't want to. Because mm. what happens is slowly the veils begin to lift and mm. you begin to see and recognize your true nature. You, be mm -hmm. you begin to mm. connect with that which you never left, that which have always been there. So you may not be able to see right now that you were a beautiful shining being a radiant mm. one as i like to call it yeah based in love for love by love with love you are love in set itself you're you just have these veils that hinder your sight you hinder mm. your experience of it mm. so in your choice for love the veils begin to be lifted and you start to see your true nature mm. and that's a nice thing to come back to nice thing to come home to yes and there yeah. is a there is a peace and there is a non having to do part of that. Mm. That is just, uh, you begin to recognize, yeah, quote unquote, true love. And we, you know, mm. and I, I'm not talking about this, I'm not talking about romantic love. I'm talking no. about the connection to all that is, all that was, and all that ever mm. will be. Mm. Um, to me, God is love. Love is God. God is. God is an energy, it's an essence, mm -hmm. it's an intelligence. And you and me and everyone else, everyone listening, everyone watching, those who are not listening, who are never watching, are God made manifest. We're love made manifest on this earth. Mm -hmm. And that's what yeah. I'm here to do. I'm here it's to support the elevation of that frequency and that vibration. Um, but how does that impact you? Because, I mean, to me, to hear that, it's, it's like it's, it's music to my soul because you know i'm a i'm a sensitive girl i got yeah. i'm an empath i understand i mean i connect with that so deeply now that isn't easy that is indeed that isn't because not everyone lives like that not everybody understands like oh god you're all woo um what, no, whatever how how do you choose i mean i know i know that it's based in love and that you are love and we are love but we still got to get up every day and you mentioned not doing any spiritual bypassing and i don't know that necessarily everybody understands what that even means what spiritual bypassing means yes. Yes. is that something you can speak to yes so spiritually bypassing or spiritual bypassing it means that you're only focusing on the good part it's this notion it's it this if truthfully it's this bullshit notion <laughs> that we somehow can only be high vibrational beings that we can only be in the good feelings. I don't know anybody who could like, and again, that's, that's why I was saying it may be that I'm not spiritually not well involved enough to be in that vibration all the time. But uh, I, I find myself in peace and love most of the time. Right. And there's times where I'm not. And so spiritually bypass or spiritual bypass is when we, we ignore that we have feelings and emotions that are coming through. And and that it actually ends up being detrimental because it tears us down. The notion that we're supposed to be perfect, the notion that we're supposed to have this like uh, appearance of perfection mm. in the world, the notion that we're not supposed to set boundaries, the notion that, oh, we, we're not supposed to say no and claim what we want or have desires, uh, that's spiritually bypassing. And from an energetic perspective, because as you know, I, I work with energy. Part of the work that I do is energetic alignment as well. Mm -hmm. And if we look at it from an energetic perspective, if you have, if you're only in one vibration, you have a flat line. 
And if mm. you have a flat line and you're thinking about the heart and the EKG, right. what happens? Right. You're dead. <laughs> yes. There uh-huh. is no life. So, no. so a life, re- there is, there is fluctuations. There is fluctuation. And, it and is we're important. meant to have that. Exactly. And, and, and we're meant to have those experiences. And I can speak from personal experience. I have found myself that I am able to now stay at peace and in love in difficult situations. When I am angry or hurt or upset, I am still able to find myself at peace with it. I'm able to mm. detach myself from it. I'm able to express. And sometimes, you know, I don't express it in the best of ways, right. but I, yeah. I have found my way through it. And so, so that's what I mean by spiritual about like the notion. And even I know with even a, a course of miracles sometimes get flat for oh just talking about love but but though i would venture to say that the critics have not really done the course because mm-hmm. like the course is it's hard and that's yeah. again the notion that everything is just supposed to be easy like things require discipline things require repeat you know repeating yes. things the the things that you want require working for did well, that think, answer your question in terms of yes, bypassing? Yeah, I mean, for, for my sake, because, you know, I think that we take, um, sometimes we take for granted that everybody is in the same place in understanding terms that maybe, I mean, I think it's like when I used to work in banking, like or in real estate, mm-hmm. you just use, you use terms that you think that everybody yes. understands. And then sometimes people don't ask. And mm-hmm. then like, I want to, I want to be clear with yeah. as much, I mean, as much clarification as I can, but yeah. You know, with your your work in the world and how you show up and how um, you said you love the sun and you love you love the American way and which yes. I think <laughs> was yes. also a, a nice connection. But the the work that you're doing with your energy alignment, um, I mean, that's a trade. Is that your own work? Is that your own trademark? Is that something you have come up with yourself? No, no, no. Th- th- that's something that I'm trained. It's a methodology that I'm okay. trained in. The, er- okay. the energy alignment method is what I'm I'm trained in. Mm-hmm. It was when um, I I knew about energy, but I had never experienced energy mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. And so when I experienced it in that way, I chose. I just knew that I had to incorporate it into my work because mm-hmm. they're like everything is energy. Yes, it's super simple. Everything is energy, mm-hmm. and uh, energy can be in one of three states. And when you are in the states that are not the flow state, things are difficult or hard. And you have to, with, with the way that I work, we can very easily. So for example, if I'm working with a client uh, and often, you know, it can be, they're wanting, there's something, there's usually something that they're wanting to bring to life, an idea, a product, um, a new arm of their business. Um, it can be various things. And there will always be things that are coming up. There will always, always be fears and worries mm-hmm. and doubts and concerns. And what I've found is uh, with when I'm doing it, when we release it energetically, we can bypass the brain, go straight to the source, release it, and then move forward from there. People feel so relieved. So mm-hmm. um, they feel lighter. They feel bigger. Things that they have walked around with for years are gone. Holding on to. Uh, which holding is, so tight onto, right? Yes. And so, so I chose to incorporate it because I could see the, 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 the power both in my own life, as well as that in, of the, you know, in my client's life, how much easier things get 
that is not to say that you won't be challenged because mm -hmm. there, there are going to be challenges that, you know, that's, that's what life is all about. It's about moving through that. What I have found with the, you know, um, implementation of energy work, which I now do on a daily basis, as well as weekly with my clients, is that there is a much greater sense of flow. Like you have, a, you have a thought and then these, or you have, you think of a problem and the solution appears like that's, mm -hmm. it's, it's still even again, despite me being so spiritual, it's still very, very, uh, sometimes it's very baffling to me that it can happen so quickly when we're in mm -hmm. flow but mm -hmm. but it does I see it like I said I see it myself and I see it with clients as well um and so so yeah it's it there's a way of getting to the origin of things that that for me like the, with the way that I work is that you take out the guesswork of what's happening so when people sit down with me in sessions they usually have an idea of what's going on and then they get so surprised when I start asking questions because, you know, then I tune in and all of the stuff happens. I start asking questions and they realize that this is connected to something that they had no idea about. Yeah. Yeah. But that's been really, really weighing them down. And so they release it. Mm. And like I said, they feel lighter, stronger, more confident, more clear, uh, more courageous. Like it's just... Mm. So that's why I've chosen to incorporate um, energy work into the way that I do it. And I have my own twist on it. So I use the energy alignment method as my, as my basis. And then I have my okay. own spin and, and twist on it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I love, uh, I'm learning about energy work, uh, yeah. which I, I yeah. mean, it, I did, it fascinates me. Now, um, I want to ask a question about something that I've always meant to ask you, and I never have reached out and asked, but the, the Magdalene voices. Yes. What, what what does that mean? I don't understand what it means. Yes. So <laughs> the Magdalene Voices is a show and my it was my first show and podcast ever. And uh and still is. It lives uh primarily on YouTube. I think it's also on Spotify as well. So uh the, the Magdalene Voices, oh god. So like you said, <laughs> back in 2016, I was going through a dark night on my soul. Mm -hmm. At the end of 2016. I was watching some sort of, I think it was on Netflix. I was watching a mini series on the life of Yeshua, Jesus. I call him Yeshua, Yeshua Ben Yosef. Um, and I found myself like, like I was heartbroken and crying my eyes out. And I was like, I did not understand because it's not, you know, the the life or the story of Yeshua's life is very well known. It's, it's mm -hmm. not a surprise what happens at the end, yeah, but yeah. I, but I just remember that when I when they came to the part of him, you know, carrying the cross and being crucified, I was just so devastated. I was like, it was, it was like, it was like, and I was surprised by it. Mm. Fast forward to uh, the beginning of 2017, and I was I was having a session with my coach, and she took me at the end of the session. She took me through, um, she took me through sort of like a mini regression. And I saw myself flying all the way back. I'm moving through time. And I saw myself standing on a hill, looking up at Yeshua on the cross. And I don't know who I was. I don't know what I was doing there. I just remember thinking I was, again, I was, I had this heartbroken feeling of like, like, we don't know what we've like, you know, forgive them, Lord. They don't know mm -hmm. what they've done. Yeah. Like, so it was, yeah. it was that emotion that was there. And then 
I started writing. I had a practice of writing and I would be writing every two hours, two hours for every day. And I was be, I would be writing all of these things and I was reading different books as well. And the, the I was introduced to the divine feminine, the concept of the divine feminine, the divine masculine. And um, a dear friend of mine, uh, Trisha McCannon, who's written a book called, what was it called? Sophia, something about Sophia. I don't remember. But reading her book, I started seeing um, a lot to do with divine feminine and divine masculine. And in one of our conversations, she said, why don't you do like a show uh, where you talk about stuff, where you interview people? And I was like, no, I want to be, I want to be the one that's in front. You know, I was just, it was, I was just being like a four-year-old. Um, and then one day I woke and I was like, oh, I'm going to do a show. And I knew in that moment it was be, be called the masculine voices because, and that, at that time I'd read a ton of books about the real life of Yeshua, about these scenes, about uh, the masculine. So um, in my perspective, and I understand this might be different for other people, but from what I have gathered and what I have learned over the years, um, there were more than just uh, one Macklin. So we we know Mary the Macklin, Mary Macklin, who for a lot of people is known as the prostitute in the Bible. Hmm. Um, she is not the prostitute in the Bible. Um, the 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 idea that the notion that she was a prostitute or a whore was one that was done in I think 400 and something or 600 and something. It was introduced by the Pape, I believe back then um and is something that we have then thought to be true for the past 2000 years um the catholic church knows it's not true uh and they also did decree something differently back in the 70s and then they've done it different times so what i wanted to do with the Magdalene voices was to show that there are different voices because um my understanding is that yeshua and mary Magdalene, Mar mary the Magdalene, came to earth to once again install implement love as the way hmm. uh, that's what they came to teach that's what they that's what they they preached they preached that love is the way hmm. and um yeshua um uh or sorry mary mary was actually mary the magdalene and magdalene in um i believe it's hebrew is is the it means the exalted one it means the tower it means the one the teacher it means the one that had risen above the others mm. and so it's mary magdalene is actually a title it's not a name okay. they believe where they it's, it's said that it stems from the city of magdala which is in i believe israel right now mm. but the city of magdala was not named magdala till years years later so the, the 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 title the Magdalene is a is a title that you receive when you are the teacher. Okay, so it's not an actual person's name. It's a it's a title, yes. Okay. Um, and just as I can't remember the Anointed One, um, Yeshua, his title is also Yeshua, is Jesus the, never mind. I can't remember. He has a title <laughs> as well. Um, and so what I wanted to do was with the Magdalene voices is I wanted to give voice to the different voices of the Magdalene because there's a lot of people who are finding themselves. So after the divine feminine having have, has been suppressed for more than 2000 years, there is a resurgence of the divine feminine uh, in the world. 
And so what I wanted to do with the Macklin Voices was that I wanted to give people a different perspective on the stories that we've been told for centuries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not to not to stuff anything down your throat, mm-hmm. but to give you an idea that something might be different. And the things right. that you are sensing, the things that you are feeling, the things that you're noticing is not you being crazy. It's mm-hmm. actually just a resurgence. It's a reawakening. It's a remembering. It's a reminding mm-hmm. of who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how the Macklin Voices was birthed. And then the beginning of, I think it was 2018, 2018, this was six months after I started the, Mac- the Macklin Voices. Mm-hmm. I was doing a, um, a a dream journey or a journey where I was meeting one of my guides. I knew that there was a guide that was wanting to come and meet me. Uh, I didn't know who they were. <laughs> and so I was in this journey. It was so funny. It I was, I was on this beach, it was clear water, and this person is sailing towards me in a boat, and when she gets off, it's Mary the Magdalene, and I was just like, what? And she was <laughs> laughing so hard at me, she was like, what did you expect? Like, you've been, you've been teaching this for- You've been calling me. Been six months. You didn't think that I would show up? And I'm like, <laughs> and so when it comes to Mary the Magdalene, is <laughs> that when she shows up, I mean, you better be prepared for change because she is like, she, I, I like to, um, uh, she, she brings fire. She burns things down to the ground that no longer serve you. She requires for you to rise. Like the tower and, card in tarot. Yes, exactly. Yes. Tower. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I love. Like the Magdala, <laughs> right? The tower. Um, she, she will quote unquote create all you to purify, like to just cleanse. So mm-hmm. whenever, whenever people tell me that they have Macklin, the Macklin showing, I'm like, oh, good luck because <laughs> you're in for a ride when she hold on. Up. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Huh. She <sighs> will not. And the funny thing is, clients tell me that when when they're in session with me, there is nowhere like it's it's like they are being seen and they're being asked to rise. I. I do that in a loving way, of course, but mm. I also call them in. I'm, mm. I, we're not here to play small. You are here to rise. You're here to mm. be of service. And so when I work with companies or business owners, mm. entrepreneurs, the love has to be the way in your business. And it might not be right now, but that's got to be the path that you're on so that what you create, what you put out into the world supports mm. the elevation of the frequency and the vibration mm. of us all so yeah. that we all rise like that's the collective. Yeah. Mm. So that's definitely the new way. It's well, the old way, the new way it's coming back together. It's coming back. Yeah. Right. This whole, the, uh, I heard somebody say uh, once that there's a seat change happening where the masculine, the divine masculine is being moved and the divine feminine coming in. And now the, the way that I see it is that so, and that's actually, that's one of the pitfalls I see of the divine feminine rising currently mm-hmm. is that it seems as though the divine masculine is not supposed to rise mm-hmm. with her. Supposed and he is. Yeah. Yes. Because ultimately they, they, they form the hero's gamas. They, 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 the sacred marriage, they become one because, because we live in the world of duality of polarity, hot and cold, uh, wit and dry. Mm-hmm. We live yeah. like, that's how we experience. That's how our souls evolve. But we also recognize on a deeper level that we're one, like there is, there is there. And then, you know, quantum physics is proving what, you know, ancient um, traditions, indigenous peoples have said for (laughs) millennia, 
is that yeah. we're all what everything is mm. one not to say that we don't have different experiences because that's really really important to clarify again mm. and that goes back to spiritually bypassing mm-hmm. just because we're just all one doesn't mean that we have different experiences right i'm you know born and I'm white I'm born and raised in uh Denmark which is a democratic you know social country with welfare uh we we care about our people I am uh straight I do not like so so I you know I have all of the privileges and benefits of being a white straight woman in this Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. and I recognize that that is not the experience of other people of people with a different color, of people with a different gender, of people with a different sexuality. And so the, again, going back to the spiritually bypassing, mm. don't spiritually bypass saying we're all one. And so we're supposed to have the same experiences. We're all, we're all one and we're all equal, but that doesn't mean that we have the same experience. So be yeah. very, very clear. And that is also part of the love. Again, going back to having to recognize where you are privileged and where mm-hmm. you have because I can go back and say oh my my upbringing was so and so and yes and I am still privileged mm-hmm. because I am white and I'm straight and uh I've been born and raised in Denmark so mm-hmm. um so yes I'm, I'm really so I'm hoping that I'm demonstrating that the type of love that I'm talking about is all encompassing but it's also one that requires of you to do your best be your, and not in the because there are times when we when we suck at things there are times when we're going to be crying in the corner like that's just life uh, but it is the type of love that will um work in service um, for all and so the like again the, the businesses the companies uh that i work with they all share that idea if, if there's not that then then we're not the right match yeah then it's just not going to work out for both of you because it has to be a win 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 yes right yeah yeah, yeah. i i I think that's a, a beautiful way to round up this call today that we uh to to help one another to to recognize one another to bring it back to love to bring it yes. back to love when we start from love and we are love uh and yes. share that with the world then it can't help the vibration cannot help but no. to come closer yes. and closer and closer to what love is yeah mm. yeah yeah and, and like i said setting setting boundaries and saying no is just as loving as saying yes, yes. and being open is um, I'm yeah. learning that yes I've, I've got my my boundary boss book here <laughs> by my side <laughs> oh thank you so much Maria thank you for today thank you for this time together and you're sharing your your beautiful story and I'm so glad that you got out of that c-suite and got on your own journey yes. found your found your way back to you so yes. that you can serve in the world in the way that um that only you can yes yeah thank you for having me also thank it's, you. Been a, it's been a pleasure thank you thank you thank you for being here today i appreciate it and i'd love to have you back one day to hear what's going on with you i will i will be back <laughs> good Bye. good good thank you so much bye-bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of more moths to the people i am asa nilsson if you like this episode i'd love to hear from you like subscribe follow the podcast share it with a friend I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. 
I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.